Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the off-season Swolecast here on rotorgrinders.com. Joined by Soccer Dave, joined by Mr. Tuttle 05. Tuttle, how's it going? You know what? It, it's going all right. Um, yeah. Jamino's got me working on ownership projections these days. So just, yeah. just doing that whole process currently. Ownership, uh, I think we say rostered now, uh, but rostered percentages <laughs> as far as like baseball, basketball, everything. I mean, are you the... Uh, uh, everything eventually. Baseball currently, uh, basketball on Tuesdays. This makes sense, you know, as far as like you've got a good feel of where people are on players and and also like where to pivot off those. Do you feel like that has um, helped you at all? Because I saw a pretty big score recently. Um, oh, you must be talking about the French Open. You won like, the French Open? Yeah. Uh, Tuttle won the French Open? Nice. Over that. Uh, sent me some of his picks and I won a GPP one of the days. My, uh, yeah, I said I was going to get into D- DFS tennis. I played one slate and then forgot about the French Open. <laughs> 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 it was a rough start to my I mean, T- Tuttle and I, Tuttle and I are the only dopes on this show still, still converting our time into DFS uh, energy. False. I got back into the DFS streets. Oh uh, my gosh. Over the past week. Yeah. That's doing what? There must have, um, there must have been a, no, some niche how, contest. No, I was going to say, that's how, you know, that's how you know we've entered into an NFT bear space if Soccer Dave <laughs> is logging into DraftKings.com. No, it was uh, actually uh, the wife was out of town and um, I had the kids and I just needed to do something with nothing to do at night. So um, I decided to, like, I forgot how much I love DFS NBA. Instead and, of instead of lurking the the board ape discord, yeah. What's I to... thought you guys had a great community going on over there. Why aren't you? <laughs> oh, wait, there? hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I can still ape the board ape discord. Um, I I will open it up. I will open the floor up for any sort of apologies that Davis or Tuttle want to make right now about the board ape slander. That you yeah, guys okay. have. Why, why not me? Do, don't I need to apologize too? And I'm yeah. not. But <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say this: if the way that people felt about Top Shot in January and February is the way I feel about Board Ape Twitter, I just want to say to everyone: I get it. And I'm sorry because yeah. I the way I feel about Board Ape Twitter is just please stop, please yeah. stop. It's it is the worst thing that's ever happened to my timeline. See, my thing, I'm not as, I am legitimately, and I, I am not being sarcastic. I am legitimately happy for the board eight people. They just don't do it for me. Like, I still want to buy a yes. hash mask before I buy a board eight. Like, they don't do it for me, but I'm genuinely happy for you guys. You know what? The, the good thing here is 
David has learned from his past Top Shot mistakes of not selling the top. Yeah, he's 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 definitely cashing out, getting some ETH. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. He definitely learned. I think. Let me go the, back here to our. Yeah, Mon- please read it. Please Mon- read it. <laughs> Monday morning. Um, this was after the I'm currently down 12k on Morant and Luca purchases. <laughs> about one minute, at, literally one minute after. Also. I delisted my number 2021 ape that was on sale for 20 ETH. It's getting crazy out there. I'm probably going to list it for 100 ETH. (laughs) (laughs) When that sale happens and I tweet out the worst day of my life, life. (laughs) you guys are going to rue the day. Like, first of all, the floor has gone up. Just to take people back, Board Apes is like the... um, it's a community-based avatar, which has kind of just like taken off. Um, and I minted three for like 0.08, sold on the way up, bought and sold. It's fun. Like it's, it's, I can understand like people that got in early on CryptoPunks. Um, Davis, you don't own a CryptoPunk either. Not even like a fractional part don't of do, one, right? Don't do this, man. Don't do okay. this. So, so it makes sense that you're out on board Apes too. Um, so as, as far as like, Things just started happening, and and from 0.08 ETH, now the floor the floor got up to like 1.8 or 1.9. There's 10,000 of these things, almost 4,000 owners, um, and now you've got just everyone. Just an amazing community. Just yeah, an amazing it community. It is, and and Tuttle, you and Davis tried to. Um, I don't know. You guys tried to play like the cool kids, and no, like, it just doesn't I, interest no, me, man. No, when I tweeted out, I I tweeted out um, changing my avatar to the number twenty twenty one jersey number for board apes, and you're like, oh, cool engagement, bro. And then and then Tuttle was like, yeah, cool, I know what you cool were trying tweet. to do. You're trying cool to tweet. farm engagements because we shamed you on the last show. And what happened? What happened? You probably got like 43 faves and like felt amazing. No, from, I got like 40 community. people. I got like 40 people that followed me. Like this is just another, I have tapped, I have like tapped out of the fantasy DFS Twitter. Like no one's following old soccer day for DFS. <laughs> they they tapped you out. Of their- <laughs> I think you've been tapped out. Look, if you're not ready to, if you're not ready to argue with Eric Bime for about Samaj P Ryan, like we don't no. need you around these parts. <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, but basically I have got the Jersey number of board apes 2021. And um, I think, I think it's going to be worth something. And I'm counting on Roham to, uh, to buy, and, and, to buy and, it for 50. And this, so soccer Dave, if I'm understanding you correctly, yeah. this would be, this would be, what is this? What is, what is the 2021 analogous to? Is this like pulling like a number one of like Tory and Prince, or is this like a LeBron James Jersey number? Yeah. This is like, like the Jersey number. Like there is a 2007 crypto punk. I think it's on sale right now for five mil. Um, if you, if you took the like proportioned uh, of like the board apes to crypto punk ratio, I think it'd be like 300,000 or something like so, that. So, so do you think that this is the most valuable board ape there is? No, no, I don't think it's the most valuable, but I do think it's a very valuable, especially to the numerology bros. So to the community, um, to the community. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I will always have a board ape. Like, clip this, clip this. I'll always uh, have a board ape. Actually, always I'll have always a Bitcoin have a angel. 
please do. Because you won't be this. able to sell it. Yeah, <laughs> please, yeah, Devin, Devin, please clip that. All right, listen, I'm not going to let you guys take off the shine of old soccer day because it's been a pretty wonderful week. Julio Jones to the Titans, and then Planet Fitness opened back up. Planet Fitness opens back up, and then I get eligible for the Top Shot Rare Pack. And did you guys see what I pulled? You pulled something sick, right? KD. Number 65 or number 67, Kevin Durant. And I was saving it for the Swolecast. I was saving the open for the Swolecast. And then I made it four hours. Then a buddy's like, hey, what'd you get? And I was like, well, shoot, I need to tell Was it? Was it um, uh, MGLE? Yeah, it's it's Durant's like only MG uh, only MGLE and the first rare since the uh, the run it back. The so, back. Uh, the number sixty five. I think the so that's got to right, be like seventy eighty bucks now. Uh, floor is two K. <laughs> uh, the best rising. part is is listening to somebody that collects top shots say all yeah. these irrelevant things to the actual price of the thing. Like it's his first rare since blah blah blah. Yeah, like that actually matters. You don't think it matters, Tuttle? No, not not one bit. Nor nor does the serial number that much. No, it does. The serial it's number. Not, it it met a sixty-five out of four ninety-nine. Oh, it will give you maybe a five percent premium. Your cardboard you, is showing right now. No, hundred percent. Tell me, tell me, show me, show me evidence to the contrary on that. Peter, I'm gonna tap you in on this. Ask the question. The serial number, so like Soccer yeah. Dave's 65 out of 499. That's gonna maybe maybe like a five percent premium. We're talking. No, it's more than five percent. No, you said it doesn't matter, first of all. Now you're kind of moving the goal no, saying no. that not as much as people say it does. Yeah, I mean, right now they're just the the market for those is very small. There's only so many dinglings out there that exactly. are gonna put the massive premium on it. Uh However, kitchen, if the floor is sad because you thought they, Peter would back him up. No, if the floor is 2K, then you're going, then like an, at a 500, the number 65, a two digit serial is going to be more valuable than a three digit serial. Yeah, that's so just, in order of priority, science. Yes. it gives it priority over the other ones, correct? Yeah. Where the Did, where the two digits really come into play are with the rookies, are with the, the four star yeah. rookies, where the two digit premium is like 150% over the floor. So I bought some more Moms uh, yesterday. Wow, and... floor floor razor Dave. He's doing <laughs> uh, the Lord's work. Yeah, everyone so, give Dave a round of applause. Smash the floor, baby. Smash the floor. Well, it's because um, the, I, I just feel like there is there's some guys that uh, that I wanted to complete, like the collector part of me. I know Levitan, so there's no such thing as a collector, but... <laughs> Uh, Levitate is a rent seeker. Levitate got, is a rent seeker. <laughs> so I got Darius Garland's uh, MGLE from this, uh, and I got another Darius Garland mom that I hadn't owned yet, and then an Aaron Neesmith. So I, I completed my uh, my Vandy guys, uh, and then I've got the collector score for the uh, hollow drop as well. What, Davis, what's the collector score for that? They think it might be like double what this rare one was uh mm -hmm. which was 2500 did you qualify for the uh for the drop 
No, because I, my bag's not big enough. <laughs> like the, I have, I obviously I've qualified for all of the prior ones because I, I am actually a collector. I have like 110 yeah. moments in my collection, yeah. but I have profited too much in top shot trading to be eligible for the last but that's, drop. It's, it's not just profit. Like I was eligible before they even introduced like the profit. It's like the number of moms and like the, uh, just the, the tiers and, of guys that you're collecting. And also kind of like what's in your heart too yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean look yeah. i i wasn't i wasn't mad to not be eligible it's like i was glad they i'm glad they're trying new things with the collector score and finding yeah. ways to make moments eligible for new people but yeah i mean i it's fine that i would you know so what is the best say. yeah no i just so. want because it seems like you know everyone keeps doing the is is top shot dead you know all this stuff but it seems like it has uh relit a flame yeah. in your life. No. You're falling in love with it all over again. I, that's why I said yesterday or two days ago, I took a screenshot of me, A, being eligible for, or being like eligible for the, the pack. Like I got in at like number 1100 and then B, getting the Durant moment and screenshotting it and telling people like what I got. Like this is what we used to do many years ago uh, in the Top Shot world. Like six and, years ago in Top Shot time. Yeah. And so my, my whole thing for Top Shot is, is we're going to make it. Like, we are going to make it. You want to know why it felt like uh, the good old days of Top Shot? You just running so unbelievably pure, pure. on securing packs yeah, and then just right. pulling the nuts. Like, yeah. so we, we are back once yeah, Kitchen's the, just banking sick stuff. It's like the influencer perks. And once NFL takes off, it's going to moon as well. Like, um, Well, so, so that is a real thing. When they launch whatever the NFL version of Top Shot is, what do what do we think happens to our NBA moms? I here's what I I think there might be some incentive for people that have That's, NBA moms. Yeah, they're gonna people people who have you know X amount of of Top Shot moms are gonna get priority access to packs you know early or that just yeah. be be ready for that now if you're a person who likes to get mad online just like yeah. prepare <laughs> your diatribe for being mad yeah. online about that. It's gonna be uh, that will be awesome. People, that, that's I like one of the, the interactions NFL. I, I don't got. care about the stupid NBA. Why? Why is it? Why does it? Why does it matter about the stupid? I don't like Lacry James, LeBum. I don't care about LeBum. I just care about the NFL. LeBron changes number to number six, Peter. What do you think about the Numeraji uh, Bros? For yeah, what ones do we want? Twenty-three to six. Yeah, yeah, I mean, people people have talked about it. See, the consensus seems to be it's whatever the number is in, in the, the moment. moment. And I don't know, aren't they always going to associate him with, with 23 mostly? I mean, well, he no. wore number six in Miami too. Yeah. 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 You don't remember, <laughs> you don't remember pre 2021. How was the bubble Damian Lee? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what did he wear in Cleveland? 23. Yeah. That's come on. Ask pull pull everyone on the streets what LeBron <laughs> number he's synonymous with. And it's 23 in a landslide. Get out of here with this shit. Well, you know, I, so for me, I didn't fall in love with the NBA until like, I was like a very casual follower. And when I started really following it was in 2010 was in that season. So I, I do associate him with six. I do. Yeah. And and I do too. So, um, but I understand people just now getting in the NBA, they, uh, they might have different feelings. No, some of us, you know, were, were following LeBron from the second he came into the league. You know, we yeah. were watching his, uh, his games, uh, versus Carmelo back in high school and are actually true fans. I, I actually watch his games against Carmelo as well. Um, 
Carmelo and and I played in the same AU tournament as Carmelo. Fun fact. Did you guys play against each other? Uh, no, but uh, yeah, kitchen kitchen bodied him up, dude. I know. <laughs> we did. Who's we did. who's I'm, the I'm, who's the best played. player you played against, kitchen in your in your prime? Darius um, Garland. No, uh, David Harrison. I don't know if you remember that guy, six eleven guy who was in the uh, the mayhem, the palace. What was it? Malice at the palace. Uh, McDonald's high school American. So he dunked on me and got a technical in high school. And then the, uh, the best guy I played with would be CJ Watson. Uh, he played in the NBA for a number. Okay, of yeah, you, ever play, you ever play basketball with any NFL players? Um, I can't remember. I have played basketball with an and one guy. This is going to be old, old school, but you guys remember the and one players? Uh, yeah. Chopper. Hot sauce. Hot, yeah. Hot those sauce. Are my dudes. Yeah. Do you remember Chopper? He is yeah. a guy that did like a 360. So he went to MTSU and uh, he, like he was, he was like in our little basketball circle. So the, uh, I played against, uh, you remember the, he's like a six eleven seven foot guy played on the Sixers and the, the Hornets, Jason Smith. Do you remember him? Did he kill a guy? Did he? Didn't Jason Smith kill a guy? He's like a Jason tall white Smith. Jason Smith. I really hope he didn't. Kill or no, him. that was Jason Williams. Jason Williams. That'd be hilarious. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I used to I used to play pickup basketball with CP and Marcus Golden, who is a Giants linebacker at Hutch. Yeah, yeah I know Golden. Uh, Davis, when you saw CP3 just absolutely taking over the fourth quarter. What felt great thoughts? man oklahoma city legend you know did everything for that franchise game i any player who has ever donned a thunder jersey i will never i'm never saying anything bad about him ever again like that's just the way it goes carmelo void of criticism paul george no criticism like that's just the way it works all right i am i am more of a homer for the thunder than you are for the titans no there's no chance yes when I mean, that organization cannot do I'm, anything wrong. Well, first of all, I'm not sure that's something you want to brag about. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying it's true. Yeah. But let's see if this is true. Let's go to Davis Maddock on moment ranks and see how many Lou, Lou Dort moments he still has. I, yeah. I'm the biggest Lou Dort bag holder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got some SGA. Oh yeah. We got the Nick Collison running back even. I it's, it is, it is legit true. Uh, but if the if the NFL get or when the NFL gives top shower, whatever it's going to be called, like I'm just going to have like 11 million showcases for Titans players. You know what? Like, you know what sucks now. is the guys I like are going to be priced insane. Like the guy, like like well, you know, McCole Hardman. I'll be able to get McCole cheap. Yeah, like CD Lamb, those guys. Yeah, like like. Yeah, Go that's ahead, why I mean, we've said this before, but that's why it's going to be so dangerous is at least for me, not knowing a lot of the NBA guys, I naturally went to the studs because those were the names I knew with NFL. I mean, the amount of shit I'm going to be buying because I, like, have them on. Yeah. That's not shit, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Patrick, I'm grabbing Patrick Laird blocking on a no, play. No, oh, Laird, Laird moms will be good. Laird moms uh, will be good. God, Ivy, the first thing I'm doing if is sliding into Roham's DM about uh, a Laird the, mom. The cake moms. The yeah. cake mom. <laughs> Who has more valuable a year from now? The initial Tim Tebow NFL mom Tebow. or that, or the Laird you could mom. say you could say you could say LeBron hollow dunk and the t the Tebow mom is going to be more valuable. 
All right. Um, let's let's talk about. I, I won't even say that much uh, on this, but the Julio to the Titans. You are going to say a lot on no, it. No, I'm not. Plenty. I'm not, Peter. I'm going to let you take the floor. I'm gonna, because I feel like anything I say, people might see some sort of Titans bias. But I'm going to let you take the floor on what this means for this Titans offense. I mean, I don't, I don't give a shit really what it means for them as a team. Uh, for fantasy, I don't think anything has really changed that much for mm-hmm. Julio in AJ Brown. I think it's, I think it's great for the offense. It's great for for Tannehill. I mean, I think he's now, he was kind of sliding in drafts to kind of what QB 15 range. And I think he's now right there at like QB 10, probably. Um, Is yeah, he anything I think, different I think it's though? exciting. What's that? Is he anything different? I mean, I just think he, I mean, to go from, you know, Josh Reynolds as your wide receiver to, yeah, it, it yeah, it's, yeah, it's a big, it's a big shift. Cause like the, my, my reaction to this trade was the Titans were, probably not going to be that good if they went into the season with you know Jeff Swaim and Des Fitzpatrick and Josh Reynolds playing lots of snaps for them like they needed to do something I mean they they needed to add somebody you know they some trade had to been made if it wasn't for Julio you know T.Y. Hilton from the Colt like literally just anything they they could not go into the season with what they had no that's fair I was I was thinking like from last year's team is it that big of a Obviously, the to player, your point, they put up they put up thirty points a game last year. Right. The Titans did. Yeah, but Corey Davis is a lot better than Josh Reynolds, and John Smith yes, is yes, a lot yes. better than Ferkser. Yeah, we were looking at it yeah. from different viewpoints. I yeah. I don't know if it's a massive upgrade for obviously the player and the talent. no, it, it just keeps them at the level stand. that they were at. I think. I right. think. I mean, I think this is the perfect complement for what the Titans needed with the Derrick Henry in the backfield i mean they faced the most eight-man boxes um all right i'm gonna fact, i'm gonna fact i'm gonna fact check this okay does anyone does anyone want to wager on if on on if derrick henry where derrick henry was at in terms of eight-man boxes i i buy that kitchen heard that on some like talk radio thing and, oh no uh, there was a tweet um <laughs> i saw i saw the beat writer tweet it there was a beat writer. Who, it wasn't even the note you know how people take pictures of the notes it was kind of like that but it wasn't the notes app yeah. And it was like these are the numbers that Derrick Henry had versus eight man box. Here's the numbers that Julio Jones had versus X. Well, yeah, the, the whole premise is that like Julio Jones had a, one of the least amount of um eight man boxes, like going up against eight man boxes, like Ron Davenport. There it is. Yes, because they had Ridley uh also on the opposite side. So I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Like, if they went yeah. into this season without Julio, I mean, you just, what, double cover AJ and stack yeah. the box. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and make those other guys beat you. That's that's a lot harder now. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree. So, um, but for fantasy purposes, like, for stacks, we kind of talked about it before. Like, could you do this for stacks? Like, what are you doing in best ball drafts, Davis? Um, you know, Tannehill... Look, so the way the Titans, I should, I should ask Overzet because he was the original Titans stacker in best ball drafts this year. Well, the, the thing is, is the, the prices that these guys are at, I'm just all, I'm pretty much always taking someone else. Actually, I've started taking AJ Brown because AJ Brown has fallen about half around now, like the last two days, but for a while it was like, you know, Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, or a lot of the times your second running back. Like you could take, you could take Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, or AJ Brown. And then um, 
if you don't have AJ Brown, you're, you're probably not taking Tannehill. Like you're probably taking Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. And so, and then, you know, I take Henry if I have the third or fourth pick or whatever, and he's there, but I just, I just, the Ferkser was the guy, Ferkser and Reynolds were the guys I, I drafted the most from the Titans. And Ferkser still could, I mean, do something as a late, late round Titan. By the way, Derrick Henry faced eight plus men in the box on uh, 27% of his rushes, which is good for like, I don't know, 21st most or something like that in the NFL, according to NFL Next Gen Stats. That's wrong, Davis. I, uh, I linked the tweet David is exactly referencing in YouTube chat. Yeah, Davis. Why don't you go back behind the I, I'm just screen. looking at I'm looking at A-plus men in the box on yeah. NFL Next Gen Stats. I bet you are. This is what we do best is uh, kind of get into the weeds about uh, <laughs> men in the very, box. It's stats. a very serious football <laughs> 2020 <show>. stat. <laughs> Davis fact-checking is like is uh, definitely a segment that we need to have on the on the show um okay so moving on from the titans wow. let's go with the packers tuttle because i'm not sure if you've seen we've entered into the um practice report season oh, yeah. where yesterday love uh, it. Jor- jordan love could Paywall not Pete advance season. He 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 cannot advance the ball in the two minute drill past the fifty. Uh, sell to pass over guys, and like the same beat writer today posted all of these passes that he got like in a row. And I guess you had the tight ends coach that was flaming Jordan Love and say he was is too hot. Like, where do you see this uh, Packer stuff shaking out? You know, we just got to bring Deshaun Kaiser back. I think um, he had a nice little run for us there when Rodgers got hurt a couple yeah. years ago um no it's not gonna it's not gonna go well um it's not I don't, i'm not Do very think, high on jordan love at all like what are the odds on rogers staying in um he, he gone yeah he's he's definitely a favorite to be gone i don't know exact odds on it do we have betting market updates on yeah. that peter can you find that yeah let yeah me look at it. no it, it's out got, there it's got to be out there i i think i think dk has it posted uh, Pete, you look, since I don't want to get logged out of my DFS account, logging into the Sportsbook account, that's not a problem for you? Wow. Yeah, that's supposed wow. to be grinding the French Open. Davis, who are have, have you done any uh, Packers stacks? No, no. And that's probably a leak. Like, uh, I feel like I feel like doing the Adams-Rogers thing right now is probably pretty plus EV just on, you know, whatever chance – it ends up because Adams is cheaper than he should be. Rogers is cheaper than he should be. And, you know, at the end of the day, inertia is a very powerful force. And like, you know, they've made the NFC conference championship. Obviously Rogers stands to lose a lot of money. There's no obvious trade partner like the Broncos because they took that dipshit cornerback instead of taking Justin Fields, their trade package that they can offer is way worse. I don't know. You know, can the Texans put together an offer? Probably not. Can the Raiders put together an offer? Maybe, but like, I just, it just feels like probably both parties are incentivized to just figure it out and, and get him to play. But I, I feel like it's so unlikely. It's just a very weird situation. Yeah, man, I, I notice it in drafts all the time too. Like no one wants Tunyon either. Like he's yep. always available there. Uh, so times I've grabbed Adams, I definitely have been grabbing Rogers and Tunyon just because they're so cheap. But like, it's I mean, Lazard, Lazard is free too if you want him. Like literally last round, like no one wants him. 
Couldn't you make the safety blanket argument at least with Tunyon? Like, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Like volume could get like per, he's not going to score touchdowns at the rate that he. I don't know. I, year, I think he's totally. Up. I think he's totally a Rogers creation, and and I think that Funchess is back. They draft Amari Rogers. Like I, I just feel like Tunyon ends up getting pretty squeezed. I mean, that could that could very easily be wrong, but I'm just not that into him. So where's Jordan Love going? He's he's not really. Like free, take him with your last pick. Yeah, give me those love Tunyon yeah. stacks, baby. It's like, I mean, this is like this is like <laughs> this is like Justin Herbert last year, right? I mean, are you guys uh, Galaxy branding any like super late QBs in basketball? Yes. There's a very there's a I so I I remember I made this bet with Bime for about Jameis Winston, and people on Twitter actually convinced me to change my mind. That clearly, no, that's never happened. I, I I swear to God, I did it this morning. I, I did buys a, a home and becomes a Bayesian. Wow. <laughs> but but these guys are right that Taysom Hill is actually the upside guy because if he gets, you know, whatever, however many starts, he's going to run. And there is still some off chance. Like, I don't know, maybe I put this at 5% probability that Taysom is like the red zone quarterback. Even if they, even if they do start Jameis in these games that they have like Taysom, packages and so maybe he can even you know get you 16 points or whatever on you know your other quarterbacks by week so all saints other than kamara and um michael thomas are free like troutman free traquan smith free marquez callaway super free so you're sitting there in the 17th round of one of these best balls and you're like shit i need a second stack you go traquan Taysom. Bing, bang. That's as galaxy brain as I can get. I mean, that's very galaxy well, brain. I'll set kitchen up. The one other one I heard floated around somewhere and I can't remember where was uh, a little Mariota in, oh. uh, in Oakland or Las Vegas rather. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I was guilty of that last, last year. Because <laughs> he was the highest paid backup. Um, he actually did good. Yeah, you look good and when that, he was in there. And he would when be he a fantasy in. upgrade over Carr in that he would yeah, he was he could use his legs. More. Yeah. He's gotta um, be like 32-ish years old by now. This is probably uh, one of those things where we look and he's like 27. He just uh, feels he's so probably old. like, I'm gonna say 28. I'm like 27. He's amazing. He's amazing. Because he, right, because the I Titans picked up his, yeah. the Titans picked up his fifth year contract, and then he's been. This will be his second year in Oakland, so seven years in the league. Um, but yeah, like I don't, I don't mind that. I mean, I last year I got last year my galaxy brain that uh, almost worked out was Andy Dalton, an Andy Dalton stack in Dallas because he had all of those weapons. And if Dak got hurt, it was going to be valuable. He wasn't as valuable as I thought he was going to be, but uh, kind of the the same. It's a, it's an easy stack if you get the receivers. I mean, I feel like that is the the lesson. If you're going to galaxy brain a backup quarterback, they better have rushing upside. The Taysom yeah. Hill, the Mariota, yeah. the Jalen Hurts last year. Like otherwise, you're just you're just going full siege on us for fun. Yeah. What about uh, what about New England? Pete, like, what are you doing there? Are you staying away completely from that situation? 
I, I have done a couple uh, cam ones really late when he slides, but I just, I, I've New gone England the other is, way. is so unattractive to me, just in general, what their offense is going to be for best ball. I, I feel like I've passed over the two tight ends staring at me just every single time. No, I Sue, play. that's the thing I have taken because it's like Johnny Smith in the 15th round. Like I can't help myself. Like I literally cannot help. I just do it. And it, I, it's gotta be bad. Like Johnny Smith is going to have like 38 receptions this year but I've taken him and Henry a bunch but I mean you know who's going to be the best best ball pick on the Patriots it's going to be Ramondre Stevenson he's going to end up being the best Patriots best ball selection yeah he's gotten the DFS Twitter steam that's for sure New England is going to is going to like like make Baltimore look pass heavy it's going to be so bad but and so why are we why are we assuming that Damian Harris is just donezo he he looked pretty good last year I don't. It's just you always take the cheapest Patriots running back. Yeah. Oh, I take man. James White, too, because if Mac Jones gets in there, James White is just going to do his thing. You guys remember when Silva was promoting Rex Burkhead in the fourth? <laughs> <laughs> was it there that summer that, like, was it Silva and Scott Barrett were going back and forth? Either they were trying to have the hottest take on Rex Burkhead yeah. or they were debating it. I can't remember. Silva like led the charge for Burkhead and it might be because like, you know, 95% of Silva's calls work out. Uh, but this might've been like the, the worst of the, of the Silva takes. The thing about Rex, man, it, he he's disappointed in so many levels, even in the DFS yeah. spot starts when all of us yep. would get excited to start him. I think Tuttle, we've referenced it. It was that, it was that time we were in Nashville and the Raiders were playing the uh, yes. the Patriots in Mexico and yep. he was getting a spot start and we were all obsessed with him at like, wasn't he 3,500 too? Yeah, he was under 4K. Yep. Yeah, he just and he, he just flops <laughs> just every time. My, I, think he got, first... I think he actually scored one touchdown, uh, but like that saved his day because he didn't do anything else. My yeah. first ever showdown bink was that playoff game between the Chargers and the Patriots where – James White, Sony Michelle, and Rex Burkhead all got like 15 plus DK points. And I was a noob to showdown and I didn't understand that you needed to create all these intricate rules to keep running backs from being in the same lineup. And I had all three of them in a line in a in a 150 set. And it was obviously super unique and was a terrible lineup to put in in the first place. Cool That's my Rex Burkhead story. Yeah. Like it. Another hey. great Rex Burkhead story is our buddy Hassan wanting to bid like $400 on him in week four <laughs> last year in fab bidding. <laughs> when, you, when you go full zero RB, you get those goggles on and Rex starts to look pretty damn good. Real good. <laughs> All right. Um, hold, hold up. Corey in uh, YouTube chat. Uh, gave listed the the late round stack that I was going to sarcastically give Jared Goff and Quintus Cephas, and he even added Rashard Perriman. No, people are people are on the backdoor Lions thing. It's like a real it's like a real thing out there. It- well, explain your tweet, Davis, because you were saying there, or, or was it, it was your tweet a whole anti Lions tweet, or were you saying the passing game is undervalued? My tweet was saying that DeAndre Swift is being overdrafted. That oh, yeah. that it doesn't it you you can't really. Um, you can't really reconcile one second. My speakers just died. Uh, so you can't really reconcile the fact that Deandre Swift is going as a third round pick on a team with, uh, what they're projected to win four games and every, everyone expects the Lions to be bad. Everyone else on their offense goes super, super late. 
And it just, it just doesn't like, because so much of running back production is based off of what the quarterback does. You can't really untie the two things. And every other Lions player is the market just doesn't care about them, but the market still loves Swift. Like how many players from last year on bad teams, like worked out James Robinson. Yeah. But he was like, he wasn't even the pick. Like he wasn't even the pick until later on in the season. Like it it would have been. The the problem is, is the market is also drafting Jamal Williams, like 125th overall. And the team is giving us every indication they plan on being a timeshare. And what made James Robinson valuable was that, he literally did not come off the field. Like he was the only running back who played multiple games of 90 plus percent of the snaps. Yeah. But like, we didn't know that until uh, one other guy was suspended and another guy was hurt for that in that Jags backfield last year. I think it's interesting too. Cause the, now everyone's up in arms on Twitter about the, the RB dead zone. It has become the, uh, the term de jour this past yeah, week, big time. but it was so different last year where it was the David Montgomery's and all these guys that didn't catch passes in the fourth round. And now it's interesting because this year it's like Deandre Swift and Miles Sanders, who are guys we wanted to draft as second round picks who have now fallen from grace. And it's almost like Clyde Edwards Hilaire third round in CH. And it's like, man, some of those guys start to look good to me there because they're going to actually catch passes. Oh, I'm taking, I'm taking CEH. Like I, he's probably going to end up being my most drafted guy by the end of all of this, or at least most drafted running back. Remember when uh, David Montgomery turned into Christian Caffrey at the end of last year? <laughs> it's buddy. And, and we, and people just kept on like fading him each and well, every week. And he couldn't play do Devin this. Booker over him. I, I do this. I do this Devin podcast. Booker? You might've heard of it called the Gill cast. Oh, not Devin so Booker. I, I, uh, I have, I have very, I have non fond memories, but very specific memories of not playing David Montgomery as he just locked up 25 DK points every yeah. week. Devante Booker. There we go. That the, the David Montgomery thing is one of those, uh, like those blind spots where you have that preconceived notion yeah. of who he is. And then during the season, you keep, you hang on to that notion and it just, well, a lot of judgment. people, a lot of people are going to have their judgment clouded by remembering him being good and then not yeah. realizing that well, Damien Williams is on the team. Well, like Singletary is another guy like that, uh, where people's initial kind of reactions from him being drafted, uh, like clouded judgment during the season sometimes as well. But uh, Bill's, Bill's exposure, Davis, where are you at? Um, I mean – I, I'm going to get probably kicked off the show, but Diggs's price tag is a little rich for me. Like taking, taking Diggs ahead of like DeAndre Hopkins and, you know, even like really? Justin D- Jefferson. Diggs over Hopkins seems, seems pretty obvious to me. Yeah, not for me. Like Hopkins. Not if you're I, into the horizontal air raid. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to, I need to unread perfect pass, I think. I think maybe I still am getting uh, a little bit uh, a little bit of intoxication from all of the things that the air raid could be i i don't know and i also i just i feel like the bills are going to have a harder time running back their offensive system that like this just happens to most teams that you you kind of take everyone by storm one year and then it's a little bit the the sledding is a little bit more difficult and maybe i maybe i'm completely wrong but i don't know it just feels weird to me i actually think if the ideal version of the air raid happened in arizona it would 
actually be not bad be that for Hopkins great because he yeah. benefited from the broken horizontal raid where yes. Kyler just did the one read, the five yard yeah. things. Like You're they're right. actually airing it out with Rondell or whatever this year. I mean, that's going to hurt his target share where I feel like Diggs. I mean, what is going to threaten Diggs 30% target share this year in Buffalo? Yeah, no, you're you're right. Diggs Williams. is locked in. Duke Williams. <laughs> Jake Kumaro, I think, is still on the roster. Yeah, oh. pe- people are hype on on Gabriel Davis uh, too, which which I get. But man, I, I think Diggs is going to roll again. Practice uh, practice reports, training camp reports, um, conditioning reports that have made you the most bullish on a player, Pete. Yeah, I was reading. Uh, I'm definitely in the trenches now with these guys with blurb season. Now that I'm writing the uh, the fantasy life newsletter a few days a week, who was I writing about today? Um, there was a few. Oh, I thought the I thought the Gus Edwards giving him the 10 million is interesting too. More as it pertains to people are still drafting J.K. Dobbins in like the early third round of drafts, and I just. They, there's now the report that J.K. Dobbins is going to catch passes. I, I don't necessarily believe that that's going to happen with enough frequency to pay off a third-round ADP. Uh, and so, I don't know, them giving the tender, restricted free agency tender to Edwards, then signing him to a two-year 10 mil, like he's going to be very involved again, and now Mark Ingram's gone. So I'm definitely starting to warm a little bit to, uh, to Gus Edwards as a zero-RB pick. I mean, I'm, I am warmed to Gus Edwards as a zero RB pick, but I feel like Baltimore can score enough points and be good enough on offense for both of them to be fine. Because I don't, if Dobbins catches 40 passes and scores like 13 times, like basically does what Mark Ingram did in 2019, Edwards can still get his you know 140 points or whatever, and it's not a problem. Last question I have is Pittsburgh because obviously the wide receiver situation is, is interesting. Uh, you know, if you listen to the local Pittsburgh beat writers, big Ben's going to have a stronger arm this year than he did last. How year. much do those dudes lick his boots? I mean, are they really saying that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it cause like he had surgery on it before last season and it like he needed, he, it basically needed a little bit of time to, to get stronger. So, I mean, of all those kind of quarterbacks that are getting up there, you know, 35 plus, I mean, Roethlisberger is the one where it just feels like week two, the wheels could come off, not even an injury, just like he can't throw the ball anymore. Peyton Manning style that last year with the Broncos. Like it, it seems so close to the end for him. Are you, so, uh, are you proposing a Mason Rudolph <laughs> stack? <laughs> <laughs> see in the nfl still i don't think so <laughs> probably as a practice um squad player. who is it it's, is, is uh joshua dobbs is he their backup right now i think uh, he's in jacksonville i'm no, no, i I'm think seeing... they brought him back i think they yeah. brought him back to pittsburgh Supposedly Dwayne Haskins is on the depth chart too the, wolf, really? the, one, I'm, the one i'm looking at i don't know is that that's, really that is that is true is Dwayne Haskins our galaxy brain <laughs> there, there, quarterback? There it is, baby. Slinging it. We I mean, in. if he steps in and he has those three wide receivers, uh, I don't hate it. Yeah. Like, I've, are you drafting any of those wide receivers? I bet I have been when they're there in the sixth, seventh round. I, I prefer Claypool uh, just because of my general age bias. But I think all of those guys, I mean, I definitely prefer Deontay and Claypool. Uh, to Juju? Little, 
yeah, it's a little gross taking Juju, but I- I've done it. Okay, um, Davis, go ahead. It's not gross. It's not gross to take any of them. Big Ben's cheap, and if he finds, if he guts it out for 17 weeks, like those guys are going to be productive. I mean, Ben was Ben was bad last year. Like Ben was not a good NFL quarterback last year, and those guys were still good. So if he, if he, I don't know, if he gets some good drugs or whatever and finds a way to get there, like I think they can all be good. That's Tuttle all Wilson. we need. That's uh, all gonna... of us need. Just some good drugs in life and we can get there. <laughs> I just went to a Twitter search for my um, Dwayne Haskins research. And uh, in response to a tweet that says, Ponce is gone, Villanueva is gone. You'll get Dotson back, but the rest of the line is a question mark. Your best backup is Mason Rudolph. And after your starters, you have zero serviceable receivers. Your starters can be very good, but once you have to hit depth, it's over. James Washington is pretty good. And at Jack M. Holiday respond, poof, just wait till they put Dwayne Haskins on the field and he starts lobbing 70-yard dimes. (laughs) (laughs) 70-yard dimes and uh, Dwayne Haskins are basically synonymous with each other. Exactly. What round is Deshaun Watson going in? He's not getting drafted in the underdog ones. He, he gets drafted in some of the ones I do. I mean, it does feel like whoever ends up winning the stupid million dollars, like you're, they're going to look back and be like, oh, obviously this guy took Deshaun Watson, who is like the QB three. It's like, it just feels like one of those. Like if I, if I could max enter this and the money just didn't matter to me at all. Like, I, you know, if, if I was, if I was a uh, horsing for CSU in these, I'd be taking Deshaun Watson a bunch. Let's put it that way. Well, you get I mean, him last round then in a lot of drafts as of right now, but as like, if he picks up steam, like you're not go- like he is going to just move up. Like if it, if he's going to play this season, like today he he's actually trending on Twitter right now because uh, one of his he former said he teammates, wants to play in Denver. Yeah. Say he wants to play in Denver. Like imagine Deshaun Watson in Denver. Um, imagine it with with some of those receiving options like that that would be just imagine any functional human being quarterback just imagine like any quarterback in denver dude that (laughs) offense would be so damn like bring jay cutler back davis you don't know how many noah fant cards i have bought on star stock I, oh have, I have wait wait you okay oh boy you, you're buying buy so you're a big noah fan truther i love this i just randomly bought a bunch of the the receivers and i have i have right. judy sutton and fant all i have a bunch of them sitting here in this box uh, oh nice <laughs> your speculative cardboard buys Hell for yeah. this upcoming season i when like are, it when are you gonna get those graded davis I have a shipment <laughs> off of PSA. I'll be getting them back, you know, 2023, 2024. Don't so. worry. They're safe. They're safe in the uh, Adidas shoebox. You should uh, you should convert one into a necklace after it's graded and wear it on the show. Yeah. Do, do people do that? Is that a thing? Oh, the Charizard. Paul, the, yeah. yeah. Logan Paul did it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was after my bedtime, dude. <laughs> $300,000 card that he just hung around his neck. And it was graded by Beckett. Did any of you guys watch? I I, I was like, I'm not going to stay up for this, but did any of you guys end up watching that? I did not. I saw like replays here and there, but no. No, I I started a new series that has been out for a while on Netflix called uh, Startup. Have you You guys heard of it? You guys heard of it? The Office? Is, Is Adam Brody the lead on that? 
Yes. I, I haven't, I've seen the thumbnail, but and I haven't see, watched it. I was a big, uh, the OC guy. Like that was during my college years. Oh yeah, years. Seth Cohen. That was oh, basically yeah. my hero in high yeah. school. Confidence Cohen. Oh man, <laughs> when she told Cohen. Oh yeah. So anyways, uh, and then Julie, what was her name? I forget. The mom. Uh, wait, who? Oh, the, the mom. Julie Cooper. Yeah. Julie Nichols Cooper. Yeah. So like, man, that was during my time. So he... He's in it, um, and the uh, the guy, the British guy who plays. This is great. This is like talking Sherlock. to my like father in law about yeah. the new show they're watching. There's this guy, yeah, the British guy that plays in, uh, in Sherlock. David, David please. Yeah. Anyways, good <laughs> show. So entertained. Would recommend it. People like people are tuning in 50 minutes <laughs> into the show for more NFL takes. I'll, they want to know a, what we're what we're tuning into. I'll give a show. I that i've uh, been enjoying recently on hbo hacks is uh super good it's from mike sure the guy who did parks and rec and brooklyn 99 and stuff and it's about uh this famous uh comedian in vegas and then she has like this mentor protege or sorry protege who's come to help her write and uh it's set in las vegas and and very well written and funny dude all right tell us the uh, name Tuttle? of it or no hacks hacks hacks, hacks. okay like Tuttle, what are you <laughs> my my biggest uh show take is that the mayor of east town was was good but overhyped i agree with that take yeah, it was, it was, a, it was not a mystery show dude it was a show about family dynamics and about personal growth and if you were only you into go. it for the murder mystery you weren't <laughs> gonna you like go. it dude i i have to had a tweet i just remembered in my drafts that i was worried i wasn't able to send because of spoilers are we are are we past spoilers for yeah once you're once you're once you're a week out dude no one is ever no one's ever watching mary of easton ever again it's gone it's gone to the ides of time we'll do a live debut my tweet was i thought it was pretty messed up that the mayor of east town broke girl code and turned her friend's son in for murder i don't think that's that funny No, probably probably better the, kept in she, the drafts. She was so upset at her for like, how could you do yeah. this? How could you yeah. do this to my son? It's well, he fucking killed someone. So that that's why. <laughs> and then she's what was what's his what was the boy's name? Brian uh, Ross. No, no, like the character's name. She said she kept saying my my what? What was his Ryan. name? My Ryan. My Brian? Ross. Yeah. Ryan. You know his last name? Uh, oh my god. Dude, I got dude, I got deep the week before. I got I went deep in the Reddit. I went I the week before the finale, I went deep in the Reddit to see what people were saying. That, that was like thought. me and Mr. Robot. I was in the Reddit too. It, Mr. Robot was the the thing that reminded me most of Lost. And, and when I like say deep, the... I meant I spent about 17 minutes reading the Mayor of Easton Reddit. Uh, what um yeah i guess it didn't like even earlier in the year like the undoing that show like i went down more like the reddit rabbit hole with some of those mysteries i don't know mayor of easttown just didn't grab me in a way that i i, I thought i just thought kate winslet was like so fucking good like i was just like this is like an unbelievable acting performance from this gal okay oh, yeah. have i i'm gonna mention a show that probably none of you have watched maybe tuttle but it's a it's like a soap opera for guys type of show Yellowstone playmakers Yellowstone with Kevin Costner I have not I've actually seen it 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 seems like mildly interesting to me because I love I love Montana stuff well yeah then it would be have you seen Yellowstone Peter or you just been there I haven't I have I have been there uh good good reviews though (laughs) yeah 
it seems like it's a little slow, but one of those that's rewarding if you you stick yeah, with it. I can see that. And that's so yeah. it's it's very hard because I, I know it was so many shows, right? Like you just have to get through the three or four episodes and you get hooked. But yeah, you sometimes get the character getting development. through those three and four can feel like a big chore. Yeah, I understand. Okay. Um, anything you guys want to pump before we end the show? Um, there, man, this Jersey match board ape, I think is just one of the most incredible <laughs> NFTs I've ever seen. I mean, I think it's worth like probably 500 ETH, but I don't know <laughs> if the guy would take even a hundred ETH for it. Can we talk ETH. about, can I, can I actually say something, uh, bearish about Bitcoin? Wow. Oh, not even, not even saving it just, for the end of the show. We should try to pump those things, baby. <laughs> I just, here's the thing guys. It is very cool. That a, that a sovereign nation in the in the world recognize Bitcoin. As, Are you as moving legal to El Salvador? El Salvador. <laughs> this is this is a country that is ruled by a, a dictator, right? Uh, like he he unilaterally he unilaterally rules. Now they can only rule for five years, right? But once a president is is yeah. there, there's no checks. It is a it is a presidential. Like, there's like a there's a more there's a, a more specific nomenclature, but it's essentially a presidential monarchy. And it's like, th these are not, this is not like the best, most benevolent government in the world. And El Salvador is like nothing of the world GDP. So like laser eyes, Twitter, like let's maybe, let's let's come on. Like, come but on. I, I think, um, because this- like, I, like I'm talking to Nate Noling and he's like, dude, it's just a matter of time before it's all of South America. And no, then I think, well, it is, <laughs> It is something to where, like, if the, if it's recognized, at, if it's, if it's forced to recognize as a currency, like by the U.S., like a digital foreign currency or whatever, like then that, that is going to, that's going to be good for, uh, for Bitcoin. I'm not saying this is bad for Bitcoin. I'm just saying that this is yeah. the. This is the sort of thing where the community, if you will, there may be where where there it's maybe a little much. Like it's it's maybe a little yeah. much to all oh, of a sudden celebrate. Oh, Davis, Davis now telling uh, Bitcoin Twitter they need to calm down a little bit after a nation <laughs> has declared it as well, their legal I, I, tender. Which is why it feels so weird because obviously, if you tell me this two years ago, I'm like, oh my god, Bitcoin's yeah. worth a million dollars a coin. Yeah. Like, but oh. I just. I don't know. It's just maybe, maybe I, maybe I'm becoming a, a little bit wiser yeah. and calmer in my I can't old age. Believe Davis admitting he changed his mind on something and now yeah. has some slight fud about Bitcoin. Who the hell no, are no you? Fud. No, no fud. No I'm not giving. I'm not giving any fud. I'm not selling my coins. I'm not checking the price in a panic. Like none of these things. Davis, when just... flipping, when flipping. <laughs> well, if the price of Bitcoin keeps going down, then eventually it's it's not going to be a flipping. It's just going to be an evening. Like. <laughs> But I, although I, I see on Twitter that the people are happy today, so I, maybe that means there's green numbers. Well, it, it, I shouldn't tell not, you, right? Because you're not I'm chat not, checking it, yeah. I mean, you can tell me, but I, I, am not, I am not, I'm not checking the price. I've not had to pay any money. Yeah, bulls one basically. All right, uh, Davis, anything you want to pump? Anything you're working on? Anything yeah, you're buying? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, well, I'm buying the same things. I'm always buying. I'm doing a. I'm doing a, a take Bitcoin. cast tomorrow, 
with this dude, Alex Gladstein, who is the chief strategy offer for the, um, offer. the human the officer for the human <laughs> rights foundation. And he is super into Bitcoin and its applications for <laughs> helping people in like yeah. Nigeria and things like that. So I'm, I'm very excited to talk to him tomorrow. So basically your opinion on this El Salvador thing might change after tomorrow. Maybe, speaking maybe, maybe it will. I mean, I, so that's the thing. It's super bullish for people in El Salvador who they use US dollars there, but they're not getting stimmies. They're not their their government is not is not helping them out. But they they so they are they get punished by the Federal Reserve and they they don't have anything to do about it. They can't vote. They can't do anything. They can't protest in the United States against the Federal Reserve. So that it's super bullish for them. It's super bullish for banking the unbanked and helping people. I don't necessarily think it's super bullish for the price in the short term. That's all okay. I'm saying. Tuttle, you want to uh, promote anything? Uh, any fan cardboard or? No, I just want to promote, you know, realtorgrinders.com. That's um, good. Yeah. For letting and us the, do this show every other week. And this <laughs> and, and this whole cast. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, make sure you like. Have we hit 3K subscribers? Because I have, no, no. I have a Kawhi. I have I a Kawhi Leonard burning a hole in my digital <laughs> worth, pocket. Worth three, my worth, uh, it's worth three USDC. <laughs> Okay. Hey, why don't kitchen? Why don't you? Uh, I don't know. Sweeten the pot. Maybe a new Kevin Durant. Rare yeah, moment. there you go. I got can a few I, man's can coins. Say, can I say man's something? Coins I could, yeah. Yeah. Meagle, of course, Davis. Meagle is the dumbest word in Top Shot lexicon. Just yeah. Just I haven't heard that one yet. What What is that one? It's, it's MGLE. It's the, it's the pseudo sisters. Ah, okay, okay. It's it's their thing. Let's let's oh, not uh, tear down know. female content creators in super male driven spaces. I, I, I didn't I didn't know that. I rescind. I rescind. I take it back. I did not know that. Let them have their fun. I, uh, I, the it's gone. Criticism. Uh, the female rescinded. content creators for Top Shot do a really good job. I'm just I I'm grouping so them all together because I wasn't making any that. value judgment on that. I just saw Dave, someone I mean, on Davis, my timelines. It's yeah, also Davis. a little rich. You're the one who coined yeah. Momes, uh, as far as I know. You Momes have... is hilarious. <laughs> How is Momes any different than Meagle? Because <laughs> it reminds me of Smeagol, which gives me big nerd vibes. Yeah, and Momes is just the epitome <laughs> of cool. I prefer correct. Uh, correct. I pr I prefer the Hispanics for my uh, Top Shot minority. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going with this title. But over this the, over the females, the Hispanics, I think, give better advice. Yeah. Do you have any people you'd specifically like to shout out? <laughs> um, no, not not on top of that. <laughs> okay. So weird. We're at twenty. <laughs> 9:30. Uh, so we need 70 more subs to uh, to give away this Kawhi learner moment. So just go ahead and like the uh, like the video and also just subscribe to our YouTube. It'll be worth it. It will totally be worth it. And as uh, as my token to the people, wait, Devin said we. <laughs> oh, got it. Um, as my token to the people, there um, there's a new project coming out. You guys like you guys like CryptoPunks. You like Top Shot. Drip you like coins. the Bored Apes. This is, uh, let's just say there's a Yeti involved. Have you have you guys seen this? A Bored Yeti. Are we talking no. the, the water bottles or the mics or what are we talking? No, there are water bottles and mics. No, <laughs> these are uh, 10K of these bad boys. Let me get the website pulled up uh, for you guys. And... Uh, 
let's see let's go to one of my tokenized communities where we've been what, talking what, about it what guys hurry getting? up i gotta call super about yeti. my dryer super yeti super yeti.co only 2000 have been minted out of 10,000 pre-sale going on until next week so Pump those bags buy super one yeti. no no bonding curve it's just 0.1 eth just grab one see what it does wait uh, we, we don't get anything to drink out of no no that's I actually fine. just bought a Yeti for the first time ever. There was a limited edition one oh. that came with a skateboard. Yo, you're dude, such, Yeti gang gang. <laughs> Change your avatar, dude. <laughs> you're such a homeowner. <laughs> Have you gotten your yeah, Yeti I, I gotta, cooler yet I gotta, for the backyard? So what's that? The Yeti cooler yet for your backyard barbecue? No, but I got a, I got a freaking call Lowe's about a dryer. I ordered a dryer like two <laughs> weeks ago, and it's like not – it's been a nightmare. It's so annoying. Uh, Owning tough, a house is the stone low. Tough news, uh, adulting. All right. Well, on behalf of Data, Davis, Dan, and Peter, I'm David. We'll see you next in two weeks on the Smokecast here on RotorGriders.com. <laughs>